Yo, what is up, everybody? It's your boy, it's your boy, Zachariah Scott from the Primetime Thoughts Podcast. And today, I'm going to be giving you guys some keynotes uh, and some uh, some keynotes and some key matchups for the Pelicans uh, as they currently go up against uh, the Denver, the reigning defending uh, NBA champions, the Denver Nuggets in Denver today, uh, November the sixth, twenty twenty three uh, season. So. Some some key. Uh, let, let me get right into it, and then uh, hey, go pals. But let me get right into it for for some of these keynotes, right? So, uh, some 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 keynotes for the Pelicans is uh, you guys were they're currently injured right now. They're currently injured. Uh, and they're missing a 20 points per game or a close or should be around 20 point I, I believe around 20 points per game uh, score in a CJ McCollum uh, CJ McCollum I'm sorry I thought I had the stats up and well at least I thought I had the points per game up and it just didn't show up okay here we go Okay, so yes, I was right. So CJ McCollum is currently uh, currently has twenty twenty one point seven points per game. Uh, Zion Williamson has twenty two points per game, and Brandon Ingram has uh, twenty points per game. Right, so you're missing a twenty points per game score, a usual twenty points per game score. But CJ has also been going on a hot streak lately from uh, from the start of the season. He's been he's been shooting well and been shooting good and stuff like that. So not only are you missing CJ's twenty points. Uh, you're also missing some of his playmaking. You're also missing some of his leadership and his veteran, uh, and his veteran presence on the court. Uh, you're you're missing a guy that could uh knows when to get a bucket, and knows how to get a bucket, and 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 knows how to oper- operate and manage the game sometimes. But yes, CJ can be a little boneheaded and, and and rush a couple of shots here and there. But also, CJ is also good down the down the stretch as to good at putting guys in the right spots on the court and also uh to to get some of the uh some of the pressure off of uh BI and Zion Williamson every every single night because you have that twenty points per game score and you have that guard that could do all the ball handling so that way BI BI Brandon Ingram and Zion doesn't have to do all of the necessary ball handling. So yes. So that's what thing you're missing. Uh, you're missing a uh, a CJ McCullough with a uh, right collapsed lug. So with that injury, uh, there's not that much medical history as we see in the sports world before in the past. Uh, for what I could find, it's been it's something that could be up to uh, three to four weeks, if maybe possibly. Uh, but it's something that's definitely gonna take some time, and uh, and he's gonna he's gonna be out for a little while. So we might not, uh, we really might see CJ right before Christmas, and not right before Christmas, then right after Christmas. So we won't we won't see CJ for a while, basically. Well, uh, I did say three to four weeks. Uh, I'm I'm sorry, we won't see CJ. Right, yeah, we won't see CJ. I'm right. We won't see CJ until right before Christmas, or we gotta see him like the week of Christmas or right after Christmas. It, it depends on how long this injury lasts for CJ, right? Uh, Cause it's a case by case 
it's a case by case situation when it comes down to this uh, a right collapse look and then he also has to get back into the shade and also has to get back into play and, and to practice it with the guys and stuff like that uh, but he he is also a veteran so he's probably gonna keep himself within shape and keep himself with, within uh, so it, his rehab doesn't take that long uh, so that's one thing you're missing your you're missing your lead guard you're missing your PG so who do I think uh, is gonna have to step in to replace replace the CJ as that PG as that main playmaker or a guy that could uh, relieve some of the playmaking some of the ball handling off of uh, uh, Brandon Ingram and, and Zion Williamson I really think it's going to be Dyson Daniels I, I really think it, it has to be Dyson Daniels honestly so from Dyson we see that uh, previously in the past we see uh, with him overseas that he can be that PG type of role he can be that 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 floor general that true playmaker uh and in a sense, if if he is allowed, right? But we also see that in the G League, where he he was play, definitely playing PG, working on his PG skills, working on being a, a court leader and uh, being that playmaker and stuff like that. So I think we got to see more of that from Dyson. I feel like Dyson is definitely going to start start us off, uh, start us off, and then um, where and then. When we don't have, uh, when Dyson is not the one uh, mainly handling the ball and stuff like that, now we have Brandon Ingram and Zion. They're gonna be, they're gonna have to be more on ball and and be more decisive of uh, like, hey, I gotta go get a bucket and hey, I gotta go get my guy guys involved and hey, like, they they have to be more playmakers and and getting guys involved as well. So I think it's gonna be between those three, uh, Dyson, Brandon Ingram, Zion. Uh, and we, we might see one of the young guys step up, a Skyler Breedy or, or Kyron Lewis uh, com- coming off the bench. Uh, might see one of them also step up and, and try and help out, uh, uh, get that pressure off of uh, Dyson or, or Brandon Ingram or, or Zion and stuff like that. So uh, uh, those those are some of the candidates I think uh, is, is going to have to step up and uh, – replace CJ until he comes back. I also think during this time, uh, this is really gonna show us if Dyson Daniels has an offensive game to his to his skill set. Like we seen his defensive presence, we seen him uh off ball a little bit. Now we gotta see him off ball. I, I really wanna see how Dyson's gonna take these games and take this opportunity and build on his offensive game. Cause yeah, I feel like if Dyson can uh, be in a six 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 seven, I think I think he's around a six 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 seven six eight type of type of PG uh, type of guard uh, combo guard. We see him definitely see him more on ball. I I, I feel like. If he could bring an offensive game to his already defense, that's going to be even better for the Pelicans to have um, further down the stretch when you're you're contemplating like, oh, well, CJ is getting older. Maybe we move CJ to the bench. We have CJ as a six-man. I'm saying like seasons down the line, right? So like maybe two or three seasons down the line. Uh, but we I also understand Dyson is still young because he's a guy that came from overseas and, and he also spent some time in the G League, so he's still young. He hasn't even hit his prime yet. I don't even think he's... I think he just might be like an eighth 
like a 1920. Like I don't even think he he's hit 21, 22 yet. So he's still young. So he's still trying to figure out his game and whatnot. So, but uh, I I definitely think this is an opportunity we we get to see more of his his right now established offensive game. What can he bring to the offense? Because he's gonna get more of an opportunity on ball. Um, enough of me rambling from that. Uh, also, uh, another key thing is you gotta start. Uh, well, you gotta you gotta now keep in. Uh, if you're, let me put it like this: you have to either keep in a Jordan Hawkins, right? So that you have a lineup of Jordan Hawkins, Herb, Bi, Zion, Jv. Or you have a lineup of Dyson, Herb, Bi, Zion, JV, or even another another random thing, right? You don't even start Herb, right? You start Dyson, Hawks, Bi, Zion, JV. You know what I'm saying? You have to add in that scoring put. One of that outside presence. You have to add in that shooting presence from someone, right? And also, Bi has to take more three points. So Bi, Brandon Ingram, he's only taking um, three shot attempts a game. That number has to go up. Now he, we need to see him in a five, six, taking eight. To like taking at least more attempts, not just, not just makes. Hopefully, those do turn into makes, right? But he has to start attempting more threes, so we have an outside presence, so they have the spacing that Zion can operate with, so Bi can operate with down later down the line in the, in the in in this game, right? Uh, also, Brandon Ingram, you're going up against a Michael Porter Jr., so not you're not going to be able to pour. Uh, post up Michael Porter Jr. and shoot over Michael Porter Jr. because he Michael Porter Jr. is already 6'10 and already has a long wingspan and stuff like that. So you're not going to be able to shoot over him. So you have to you have to rely. Sometimes you have to rely on um, on either the switches and get uh, Porter Jr. off of you, or you got to uh, rely on just your outside shot because Porter Jr. might just give you that space. Um, and you're not going to be able to post up and get to that fade all the time. You might be able to, to post up a little bit and maybe get to a midi, but you're not going to, like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not going to be able to necessarily just shoot over this guy all the time. So you got to go to your more offensive back. Um, so I my suggestion, take some more three-point shots, help y'all get some space, and hopefully Zion can get something around the rim and get that going. But uh, definitely I would expect to see more minutes from a Jordan Hawk and a Matt Ryan because they gonna, they're gonna you're going to need a three-point shooting punch. You're really going to need your three-point shooters now that you don't have Trey Murphy. Uh, he's not playing. You don't have CJ. He's not in. Um, and... You don't have their attempts. You don't have their meds. You don't have their like. You just don't have that three-point shooting from your two best your two best shooters on the team. You honestly, Trey Murphy and CJ. You don't have that, so you gotta find some three-point shooting from uh from other 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 guys. So that's why you have a Jordan Hawk and a Matt Ryan there. Um. Third third key right. My third my third key. And Zion has to make shots around the rim. He cannot have a Warriors game where he went like, like I think it was a low percentage. Like he was, he was just 
it was just bad around the rim. And I was like, come on, Zion. I know you're better than this. I know you're way more better than this. Like, if, if Zion is having, like, the 40, 50 for, uh, field goal game around the rim, I'm just like, come on, man. I, I know you're way better than this. Like, yeah, he uh, – so Zion went 7 for 15 against uh, against the Warriors – but then he went seven for twenty, so thirty-five, uh, thirty-five percent. And this is all field goal. This is all field goal, and we all know Zion mainly shoots around the rim or just slashes and is like taking hooks and layups and scoop layups and stuff. That's all around the rim, right? And he's not taking three point, uh, three point shots. Zion only took one three point shot, and that was against the Warriors, and that was already within the blowout, right? He's not he's not really taking three point shots. I would like to see Zion take through some three point shots more, honestly. I would like for him to get into his offensive game and get to that mid range game and start showing some post fades and not, not always going for the spin or not always going for a lob and stuff like that. Like show more of your offensive bag that we all know you have been working on during the summer and you that you have. Start getting into that more so that way you can have help your guys out with spacing. But, uh, yeah, uh, Zion, you got to get somewhere around 55, 50, 55, 60 field goal percentage. And you got to get some free throws. And you got to also make those free throws. If you want to have a chance against Denver, you got to get them in foul trouble early. Because you're going to have a, uh, you got to have Gordon on you all game. Gordon is definitely a good defender. Uh, he's not a sleepy defender. And then you also got, uh, one of the best centers in the league and a Jokic around the rim. So, yeah, I get them in foul trouble early. Uh, key number four, rebounding. Rebounding is a big, big issue when it comes down to the Pelicans. And you're like, well, Scott, like, well, they have a Jonas. They have a seven-footer. They have Cody Zeller. They have Larry Nance. They have Zion. They have Brandon Ingram. They have all these guys that have put up good reboundings. Yes and no. Right, the Pelicans um, need more bodies around the rim, right? Um, and they definitely been playing more of a small ball lineup, where Zion is at the five, or or Larry Nance is at the five. So when you do, when you play more of those type of lineups, you need more guys around the rim to rebound. So then you can get out in transition. Everybody just can't assume. Like, maybe Larry might get it, and Larry got to go up against one or two people and constantly get out-rebounded because there's more people of the other team than there is of Pelicans that's in the paint trying to help rebound, right? Zion is only 6'6". He can only do so much. Uh, sometimes he's just going to get uh, boxed out and out-rebounded by himself. So that's why I'm saying you got to put more bodies around the rim so they can, uh, so they can help rebound. And then... Uh, and then, and then that would help issue some some of the rebounding blow, right? Another thing would help issue some would help with the uh, rebounding problems is you gotta play JV more. You can't can't rely on a small ball uh, Larry Nance lineup or a small ball uh, Zion at the five. You gotta play JV more. They also gotta play a little bit more Cody Zeller. I I wouldn't mind this game of playing more of Cody Zeller because you have Yonis coming in. Maybe. Because you got, I think, I believe you have DeAndre Jordan coming in. You got this is gonna be a tall team. 
this is definitely going to be a tall team. So expect more of JV minutes and expect more of Kobe Zeller minutes. Less of maybe less of, of Zion and Larry Nance. So and also you put less of Zion minutes so that way Zion doesn't get into foul trouble early and he's he's not getting frustrated with some of the refs not calling these some of these fouls and stuff like that. Uh, it's just a strategy, just a helpful little suggestion. Play more of your bigs. Don't so worry so much about the small ball lineups, especially when you don't have C.J. McCollum shooting out there. Uh, my my fifth and final key is what you don't for the Denver Nuggets. You got they don't have Jamal Murray out. He's out with a hamstring. He's already been declared out. So now that means Jokic is going to. Going to at least have the ball more. He's, and we all know Jokic is is definitely a, a triple double machine. He could give you, he could still give you thirty to forty points, twenty rebounds, 10, 15 assists. Like he he's definitely a triple double machine, right? He could have a a really great game. Aaron Gordon, still a great great guy, still a little shaky of a shooter. Michael Porter Jr. might give. Get a 10, 15, 20 point game out of him. It really just depends how everything goes. Uh, but like I said, you don't have Jamal Murray, who is probably their second leading scorer currently right now, but definitely their leading guard, their PG. So, who is guarding Jokic? And where is Herb going? Who is Herb guarding? I would assume Herb is guarding the guy that uh, is mainly on the ball, right? So, Herb could be all defense and, and get some pressures and try to create some turnovers for this backup guard. But that's easier said than done. You still got to get a somebody on Jokic. Now, if it's JV, then it's JV, I understand. But when JV gets in foul trouble because Jokic is just going to get those calls, when, when JV gets in foul trouble, then you got a Cody Zeller. I've seen what Jokic did against Cody Zeller in the NBA Finals. It was not pretty. If you try and put a Larry Nance on Jokic, Jokic is a shoot over Larry Nance. And he's out rebounding him. And he's outpowering him. That's way that's way too much of a weight difference on right there. Right? So now Jokic is going to the power game. He's definitely gonna if he's going to the power game and going into the post more, he's definitely going to try it uh Definitely gonna try and get everybody else more involved. My suggestion: uh, throw JV on him, throw Cody Zeller on him, uh, even throw EJ on him. I know EJ hasn't really played any minutes, but I, I just expect Jokic to get the Pelicans big in the foul trouble early, right? So just throw constant different bodies on him. Try and pick him up early. Uh, try, try and like. Get a little nudge, get a get get a little physical with him and stuff like that, and show him like you're going to be there all night. I'm not gonna make it easy for you. Make every shot difficult. Make every pass difficult. Make everything difficult for him. And hopefully you can uh, squeak out a win. This is gonna be a tough, close, uh, close, close game. Uh, and if I was a betting man, I would still take. Uh, I would take honestly take the different. I don't know. I still like the Pelicans. I feel like the Pelicans have a lot of things to work on. Uh, if 
if they're coming out shooting great, uh, eliminating turnovers, getting fast break points, uh, create turnovers for themselves so that way Denver doesn't have the ball that much also. And maybe just Jokic just has the off night or nobody could be that second scoring option for them. We never know. I feel like the Pelicans could win this game. Uh, if they win this game, they they might probably will go up more up the Western standings. Right now, they're currently fourth in the West with a, uh, let's see. Right now, oh, God, why'd you bring me all the way over here? I didn't want to look at the draft picks. I just wanted to see their record right now. Alright, so right now the Pelicans have a four and two record, fourth fourth in the West, like I said before. Uh so you pick up a win against the defending champs, that's definitely gonna bring a lot of confidence to you, especially with CJ being out, Jose being out, Trey Murphy being out, uh Najee Marshall being out. You got four key guys that's definitely gonna be in the in the rotation that's currently out right now against the defending champs Denver team that all they're missing is Jamal Murray. I think that's gonna build a lot of confidence up later down the line. Uh so with that being said, uh stick to those four keys. I'm gonna recap them real quick. Um uh, Dyson Daniels have to develop an offensive game. Um, let him be the let him be the PG. Let him let him play make and see how this goes. Uh, if not Dyson Daniels, then it's definitely going to be a lot of Zion and Brandon Ingram on ball, right? So Dyson Zion Brandon Ingram limit the turnovers, create a lot of opportunities for yourself and others, um, and enjoy being on ball. Like these couple, these next couple of weeks, I'm gonna be definitely looking at Dyson Daniels' game and figuring out what, where can he go offensively. But yeah, Dyson Dyson Daniels at PG is definitely gonna be on. Or Dyson Daniels on ball is definitely gonna be something I look out for. Uh, number two, Jordan Hawks and Matt Ryan have to start off have to start off the game hot from three-point shooting right start getting them uh start getting them going early start getting them open looks try and get their three-point shooting going those are your two main three-point shooters those are your two best three-point shooters you're gonna have available on the court gotta get them going early number three zion needs to make shots around the rim and get the denver bigs in foul trouble if Zion can get them in foul trouble, that's going to help him further down the line when we get to the fourth quarter. It's a very close game, and now they're in foul trouble, and now they can't constantly be slip, swiping and, and slashing and trying to rip rip at Zion and stuff like that. And trying to be physical with Zion going to the rim constantly because they don't want to pick up that fourth or fifth or it's foul out of the game, right? Uh, number four, rebounding issue. Stop with these small ball lineups. Did that small ball lineup is not gonna work against the Denver's bigs tonight with a Jokic who's a six six eleven seven footer type type of big with a DeAndre Jordan with an Eric Gordon with, with everybody else that Denver has Denver has Denver is a tall team not gonna work a small ball lineup is not gonna work against them use your bigs uh, number five who's gonna guard Jokic it's gonna take an all team type of effort uh, I would start JV on him. 
But as soon as JV picks up that first two, then I'm switching to Cody. And as soon as uh, Cody picks up that two or three, then I'm switching to Larry, Larry Nance, or I'm switching to EJ. And you know what I'm saying? I'm throwing multiple bodies at, at Jokic, so that way uh, he, he gets multiple different looks. He has to constantly switch it up, and, and hopefully down the stretch, uh JV JV is gonna be there for you guys for us. Later later down the line to close out the game. And also bring his offensive presence. Uh and defensive presence on, on Jokic. Uh with that being said, this is your boy, Zachariah Scott, from the Primetime Dots Podcast. Uh check out the check out more YouTube videos. Uh, come uh, make sure you guys like, comment, and subscribe to the YouTube. Uh, more podcast episodes and more more Pelicans games. Definitely more Pelicans. I'm definitely gonna be talking about more Pelicans games. Give me guys previews. Give me guys reactions after the game. Well, no, right after the game. If not right after the game, then definitely um, then definitely the next day. Right. So you guys are definitely gonna be seeing like more pod, podcast episodes from from me, and definitely gonna be talking about more of the Pelicans because it's it's basketball season. So might even throw in sprinkling some Miami Heat right now. I know they're not that that good right now, and I really want to just focus on my New Orleans Pelicans audience. But you guys sprinkling some heat a little bit too. But with that being said, peace. This is being your boy Zachariah Scott. Like I said, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. And thank you for checking out this uh, this episode. Y'all have a good one. Go Pels.